What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bedeira. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where Anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Side Hustlers podcast. I'm your host from iHeartRadio, Carla Marie. This is the podcast where I talk to people following a passion outside of their day job, people who are side hustling. Sometimes these people have turned their side hustle into their full-time job and they've left the corporate world. We've heard from all kinds of side hustlers over these last almost two years and I'm about to celebrate my 100th episode and I'm doing that with a live podcast, my first ever live Side Hustlers podcast. It's going down February 22nd at the Full Moon Market in Capitol Hill in Seattle, Washington. It is in the basement of Stumptown Coffee. And my guest is Laura Burkhart. She is here local to Seattle. She is a artist, a woodworker, and she's incredible. And she's got a story that you need to hear. Now, obviously the podcast will be posted. So if you can't make it to Seattle, that's totally fine. But if you can come, it would be really cool to meet you and have you ask your own questions for Laura and get them on the podcast. You can find all the info on my Instagram at the Carla Marie or on the Full Moon Market Instagram, which is fullmoonmarket.seattle. This week's guest is different. This whole episode is going to be different because I originally received an Instagram message from the Wax Crescent account on Instagram telling me that the reason she started her side hustle was because of this podcast. And I was like, get out of here. That's so crazy. And she wanted to send me candles. And I said, sure, you can send them. Well, when I got the candles, I also got a letter that everyone needs to hear before we get into the episode with Kim. 
Dear Carla Marie and Side Hustlers team, I just wanted to say how incredibly grateful I am for your podcast. As someone who has struggled with the idea of starting a business for almost a decade, Side Hustlers has given me the confidence and courage to push forward and finally bring my dream of owning a business to fruition. Throughout the years, I have made many attempts at side hustling, from starting a dog treat company to a house cleaning company to my personal favorite business idea, a hydroponic cucumber farm. We'll get into that later. I was never quite able to bring my product to market. I would spend months researching my ideas and creating product. And then when it was time to launch, I would get scared and back out. I discovered your podcast about a year ago and hearing so many other entrepreneurs talk about their experiences made it possible for me to finally start Wax Crescent. I launched my business in November of 2019, and it has been one of the most satisfying things that I have ever done. With the support of side hustlers and other entrepreneurs that I have met along the way, I now feel empowered and capable on most days to take on everyday challenges of having a side hustle. I honestly doubt that I would have been able to push through all of the self-doubt that comes along with starting a business without side hustlers. Hearing people like me tell their stories was so inspiring and motivating and listening to your podcast provided me with so many tips and tricks for getting started. I learned marketing techniques, website and Instagram design pointers, and even tips on photography and product pricing for wholesale and retail merchandise. There are so many episodes that I would pause just to be able to jot down notes. My full-time job is waiting tables. And although there are aspects of that job I truly love and that have prepared me with skills that are crucial to owning my own business, I am hoping to transition into a full-time business owner. I love the idea of having more flexibility and an outlet for my creativity. I should also mention that one of my main goals for starting a side hustle is to support my side side hustle of writing. While starting the business, I have also been trying to finish editing my novel. I just wanted to say thank you. You have made a difference in my life by creating a space for people to tell stories that are honest, inspiring, and motivating. I hope you enjoy the candles. With love and gratitude, Kim. One of the coolest things I have ever received in my entire life was this letter. It's just been incredible. And I sent it to all of the guests who have been on the Side Hustlers podcast because really this is for them. They are the ones sharing their stories, being brave, coming out onto the podcast and talking about their failures and what worked for them. So this goes to all of the Side Hustlers who have been on this podcast. Thank you. So we're going to get into Kim's story, but follow along. Her website is waxcrescent.com. You can see the amazing candles that she has. So let's talk to this side hustler. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. So I've got the writer of that letter on the podcast this week. Hi, Kim. How are you? Hi, how are you? Well, I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much for sending the candles and the letter was just, we're going to get into all that. That is why I do this every single week and I shared it with the whole Side Hustlers community, all the other guests, and they were freaking out, first of all. They were all pumped because obviously they're the ones who have inspired you. It's not really me, it's them telling their story. Um, and I shared it with my mom who was visiting in Seattle at the time and she was like, that's so cool. I wish you could have heard her say to my dad, you got to read this letter. This girl started a candle company because of Carla Marie's <laughs> podcast. So it was a really cool moment. So 
Thank you. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, I want to get into your whole story. And you said that you've done a ton of different side hustles. And then this is kind of the one that you've landed on. Wax Crescent is kind of the one that's been the one that you've stuck to. Let's go back to when you first started side hustling. What was that very first company that you created? Um, so the first thing that I tried to do, I wanted to make a dog treat company. Um, I called it Doodle Dog Company after my dog. And I spent months just coming up with different recipes and testing them. And, you know, I made hundreds and hundreds of different batches wow. of cookies that I would hand out to friends. So I had my recipes down. But then when it came time to actually bring the product to market and get labels and package it, I just started freaking out. I was so afraid. I had no idea what I was doing. So it wasn't that it failed. No, it was just I was too scared to actually put the product out there. I was worried, you know, I was going to kill someone's dog. I didn't know how to do my taxes. I didn't know. There's so much involved in starting up a company. So I just kind of had to freak out. Okay. So then what was the next business venture, the next side hustle you tried to launch? The next thing, um, a friend and I tried to do a cleaning company. We figured it'd be a great way to make extra cash. So we tried to do that. So we spent a really long time finding like organic products and, you know, how to source things, how to be competitive. And then when it was time to actually put it out there, again, panic and we stopped. Okay. So no cleaning company, no dog treat company. What about this cucumber farm? (laughs) So the next thing was I wanted to get into farming. I decided it'd be a great idea. It sounds so silly now uh, to rent a giant warehouse space and start a hydroponic farm. It was supposed to be initially like an aquaponic farm with tilapia that fed into, you know, the farming. It was like this symbiotic relationship between the produce and the fish. And then I had a friend who I talked to about it and he's like, let's just go hydroponic cucumber farm and we'll make pickles and we'll call it the hydroponic pickle project. And I was like, that sounds great. So we rounded up like a couple people who were interested in investing. And then again, when it came time to move forward, It just didn't happen. So then what about candles? What about Wax Crescent made you really, really push forward and be like, all right, this is it. I'm not going to back out because you're basically like a runaway bride at this point. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So just a few times. So what about Wax Crescent made you stick with it? It was a few things um, that kind of fed into that. I had been making candles for a couple of years. Um, I started making them because I found out the ingredients in a lot of candles are actually really toxic Mm -hmm. and terrible when you burn them. Um, So I started, you know, Googling around, seeing how to improve my recipes. And I came across your podcast. You had a candle maker on at the time. And I listened to it and I was like, wow, this is really cool. Someone started this. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, someone started this business. Wow, that's awesome. And in the back of my mind, I'd always been, you know, I don't want to wait tables full time. I don't want this to be my only source of income. I knew I always wanted to be my own boss and have flexibility with my work. So I continue to make candles while listening to your podcast and listening to a bunch of other entrepreneurs. That's cool. Yeah, like Happy Box, I think is what it was called. That was Mm -hmm. one of my favorite. And you had someone on who made cookies. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, it's just normal people figuring out how to do it. Right. And a lot of the people have been in this podcast, same boat as you. It was a hobby. And they realized, okay, wait, why don't I actually monetize my hobby? And some people don't ever. I mean, we had DIY Huntress on the podcast and she 
just makes things because she loves to make them and share the how to and she doesn't sell her actual product so it it depends do you want to keep it a hobby or do you want to make it a side hustle and you found something that you actually loved and I think that's probably why the candles stuck more because it wasn't just an idea it was something you were already doing and you had a passion for you wanted to make a difference you didn't want candles that were toxic you had already done this in your life and that's probably why it stuck the most I think yeah I think it was also like a big piece is encouragement from other you know other people like listening to people that you interviewed you know giving tips and tricks of how to do it and then um, I was hooked up by a friend with his girlfriend who started her own business and you know she was super encouraging and supportive as well so I think it's just having you know, a support system saying, hey, you can do this. You know, it's possible. It's very true. Last week's guest, Sarah Carson, talked about that, having this network of other entrepreneurs is the best thing you can do. And just even touch base with each other once a year. She mentioned that she does this little trip where they all get together and they they talk about all the different things that they want to do that year as entrepreneurs and then personally as well. And I think like you just said, having that other friend who's been through it and someone to encourage you. I mean, I do it now with radio. I do it now with podcasts both ways. You know, I help people, they help me, whatever it may be. And if you don't have that, then you're never going to get any like if you don't help someone else you'll never get help in return and I think that's amazing that you kind of found that early on and that's what helped you because the community is the best part it is yeah it's amazing but candles have been obviously around forever now you said part of your reasoning as to doing candles is because you wanted to make sure they weren't toxic how else have you put your own spin on your wax crescent candles Okay, so all of my candles, they have different crystals on them and different uh, like crushed herbs and flowers. So my candles are meant for intention. They're meant for setting a sacred space and allowing you to kind of like have an experience where you light it and you sit and you meditate on what you want to call into your life. That's cool. So they all have different things. Some of them are supposed to bring in love and healing and peace some of them bring in you know courage and strength and balance so the one i have right now is crystal clear it says mystery gemstone trust release allow manifest so what exactly what about this one that's in my hand right now because it's got glitter in it and i love that it does so it has eco-friendly glitter because glitter is terrible for the environment so it's made from vegetables the glitter what it is it's vegetable glitter and i found it on the soap making website that's cool okay so then crystal clear what is the backstory of this candle then? So that candle is actually attached to one of my girlfriends. Um, she had this moment last year where she had this very clear idea of what she wanted to bring into her life. And she's like, this is what I'm doing. And I, I kind of watched the process unfold for her. So I made a candle kind of to honor that. And Crystal Clear, there's a mystery gemstone hidden inside of it. So it's Ooh. one of six different gemstones. Uh, so when you burn it, you find the gemstone. And it's kind of acknowledging that whatever is in there is kind of a message from the universe and you know what the universe thinks you need in your life so just allowing that to happen and the candle comes with um like a little card that says what each of the six gemstones could be so you just match it up in it oh yes i did get that what I was like, where's my card i got yeah. it no no that's really yeah. cool um so i know so i noticed some of them had flower petals in them is that mm-hmm. so i guess walk me through a few different candles and what it takes to make them and why did you do those specifically? So aside from making candles, I'm also certified in uh, Reiki, which is like an energy healing. So a lot of Reiki can also transition into using crystals for healing as well. So I believe, 
you know, crystals do have metaphysical properties um, and energies. So one of the first candles that I started making uh, is called Goddess Glow. And I actually made it as part of this um, ritual box kit I made for girlfriends a couple years ago for Christmas. So I topped the candle with rose quartz, which is the universal gemstone for love and healing. So it could be self-love, love of another. And it just promotes like peace and purification of a space. And then I wanted this candle to be incredibly feminine because it has like a very vanilla yeah. coriander type scent. It's very, very sweet and maple So I crushed rose petals and sprinkled it on the top because to me, rose petals are, you know, they're all about love and femininity. So I've got a glow. And then another one I have is Ever Amber. So I use a citrine gemstone on top and citrine is a gemstone that's really connected with the sun. So it's all about joy and positivity. They look so pretty. Um, like it's not just, oh, they smell you. awesome, but it's, it's definitely a decor piece also. I mean, obviously they have great meanings behind them, but it's not just wax in a jar. Yeah. It's, it's really cool that you've, made them actually look like something and i have a whole set of crystals actually behind me right now oh really and (laughs) but my problem is i don't even know what each of them means and while i have you here are there crystals that you're not supposed to put together well i mean in terms of energies and stuff i don't know if you're not supposed to put them together i know like certain crystals heighten other crystals like clear quartz is something it can be used to cleanse different crystals and it's also something that when you put it next to a crystal it amplifies Hmm. the energy of that crystal okay so crystals is something also like there's so much information out there on and i'm kind of learning as i go along like every time i decide on a crystal for my candle i kind of learn about that crystal and the properties associated with it so yeah everything is you know everything that I do I hope is incredibly intentional like it's not just things are smacked together like there's a purpose for it that's awesome and when you have a purpose and a passion behind it I think as a business it will always do better other than like you said just smashing things together at this point when we're recording how old is wax crescent well i started making them two years ago but the actual business i registered my business november 1st of 2019 okay so so it's it's a baby it's a baby it's a little little baby (laughs) how have people been finding you or have you just been selling to friends and family for now i work at a restaurant so like mid-november without labels without anything on them i brought in a big box of candles to work and i was like i need to move some product I need to buy some new products so everything's wholesale price right now and I sold boxes of candles just to co-workers as holiday gifts and things and then my first actual day in business before I had a website anything no business card the yoga studio that I practice at was having like a little holiday pop-up market and they invited me to come and I completely wasn't prepared for it. I mean, I it was a three-hour little market, and I sold out almost. That's incredible. It was absolutely amazing. I had no idea what I was getting into. It was the most, I think, amazing, reassuring moment of this whole thing is being face-to-face with someone who's holding your product mm-hmm. and wants to give you money for it. It was <laughs> you incredible. I know. It was, it was absolutely amazing. So I think that was kind of the push that I needed. And I did a couple little markets over the holidays. I didn't even launch my website until January 1st. Oh, wow. So I was just selling through December just by word of mouth. Um, I work in a restaurant, so a lot of customers kind of heard what I was doing. Cool. So they really 
really supported me. It was an incredible December that I was not ready for. I'd work, you know, double shifts at the restaurants were so busy and then go home and spend all night pouring candles and decorating them. And it was a busy month. It's wild. Well, and the website, by the way, if anyone wants to check it out and support and buy some candles, it's waxcrescent.com, which where did you come up with the name? And it's amazing that you were able to get the website <laughs> and the Instagram at waxcrescent. I know. So I actually got the Instagram about two years ago. I was like, I'm just going to hold this. And I've had the website for about a year. Like I felt like I knew that this at some point was going to be something or hoped I did. I actually own websites for the other companies too. So That's amazing. Let's get this <laughs> a cucumber farm going now. Now that you're not scared, let's do it. <laughs> okay. So the name, I feel a really strong connection to the moon. So the moon phases like a waxing crescent is kind of where things begin to come oh. into fruition. So that's kind of where I got it from. So I dropped the waxing and just made it wax crescent. That's clever. I'm very clear with the new moon is a time where Mm -hmm. you you call in what you want for the next 28 days of your life. You know, the waxing crescent is kind of where things start to come into fruition. The full moon is where you release things. And then waning is, you know, to help you let go in that transition. Okay, I like that. So I just want you know, a little gift box of different candles with the moon phases to be able to help people kind of keep rhythm with that. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it's always something I've wanted to get into more, whether it be crystals or knowing more about the moon phases. And I feel like almost having like a a help kit for people like a setup would be such a great idea. So what is your plan for that? Do you have, do you sit out and plan, okay, I need to do X, Y, Z, or you're just like, this is something I want to do and I'll get it done. Yeah. So I'm like a super creative type, I think. So I'm not really good at like planning uh, things. So it's just kind of like when it happens, it happens. But I've been testing these cute little, you know, apothecary jars. It The thing about candles is you can't just pour wax in something with a wick. It took me about two years to figure out how to get the candles to wow. burn right, just through testing um, of different jars. So it does, it takes a really long time when you're like, oh, I want to launch a new scent. You know, you make a candle, you let it cure for a couple of weeks and it Jeez. might smell completely different in three weeks than it did when you initially poured it. That's you know? crazy. So it's, it's super sciencey. There's a lot of math and percentages involved with candle making, which I had no idea when I got into yeah. it. But. When you messaged me on Instagram, you kind of just said, hey, I just want to let you know I started a side hustle because of your podcast. That day, what made you reach out to me at that moment? It's so funny. So this is another idea of intention. (laughs) When I had the idea to start listening to your podcast and uh, start this company about a year ago, I said to myself, I'm like, I'm going to be on that podcast. (gasps) Like this will happen. I just got chills. Really? I I knew it was going to happen. And I feel like we all have the power to kind of manifest the things that we want in our life if we truly believe it. And there was no doubt in my mind that today would happen well, you know e- that we'd well, be sitting here talking even with some difficulties <laughs> yeah it's, it's happening. happening it is yeah. happening I just made sure we were still recording I got so nervous I'm like no it needs to be happening we, yeah. that's really really cool and I, and I love that you did that how long ago do you remember when you set that intention so it was probably about a year ago <sighs> I think I remember I messaged you from my my personal Instagram account and was like hey just to let you know I'm thinking about doing this I'm going to be in touch. And you're like, great, let me know. I, I vaguely remember that now because mm-hmm. I I love it. Like, I think it's so cool. And just the idea that you've set the intention, I think is a big thing for the type of people who listen to this podcast. Because a lot of them listen just to support small businesses, but a ton of other people listen just like you because they want to start something of their own. And I think them hearing a year kind of gives people comfort because you think, oh, I'll set my intention in three days. 
I'm going to have a company at my door. No, it doesn't work like that. And I think it's important that you just said that time frame. Here's what my beliefs are. And this is this kind of feeds into my business a lot. It's I believe in energy and I believe in the goodness of the universe. Mm-hmm. And I think trust the universe, trust that what is meant for you will come to you in the time that it's supposed to. And it might not be tomorrow. It might not be a year, but it'll come. Just don't don't lose that hope and don't lose that belief. You know? Oh, my God. I love that. I love you. You're like, that. even through all of this, I'm like, I'm the chaos. I'm enjoying talking to you. And it could be because you're in the middle of the sunshine right now in Hawaii. So le- sitting in a Prius hiding. No. So let's talk about that. You're, you live in Colorado, but right I now do. you're in Hawaii and you told me you're there writing for your side side hustle. What is that about? I am a writer. My true, true passion in life is books and literature, um, short stories. So I've been working on a novel now for a long time. Um, I finished my first draft last year. So I'm just here working on edits and rewrites. So that's part of why I want my own business. I want the freedom to make my own hours to give me more time Mm. for writing. You know, I just want to I want to spend my day creating and doing creative things. You know, I can't see myself in an office. That's just that's not who I am. I get it. When the book is done, you have to let us know so I can tell everyone. Definitely, I will. (laughs) For sure. That's really cool. Um, By the way, your business cards. I am a huge fan of them. Thank you. I got them on Moo. So that was like my one splurge was my business card. They're amazing. So the way I kind of work my business is I have a job. So I just took a little bit of money every day and kind of fed it into the business. I didn't want to go into debt over it. I didn't want to put anything on a credit card. So it was like, oh, today I can buy crystals. Today I could buy wax. You know, so I was being very, not frugal, but very aware of where I was (laughs) putting my money. So the one thing that I really wanted to spend money on was a graphic designer who designed all my labels for me and business cards because I felt like that was the most important thing. When you sat down to kind of like plan all this out, did you have that, okay, I want to spend money on a graphic designer and spend money on business cards kind of right away or that's how you planned this? Yeah. So I knew I would have to spend money on a graphic designer. I was like to make this look like a legitimate Mm -hmm. product that people are going to want to buy and professionally finish. Like that's where my money needs it's smart. to go. It's smart. I mean, the label is everything most of the time. I know it for me as a consumer, I am attracted to pretty labels. And I'm like, they got me. They just got yeah. me. And you got to represent your amazing product with a pretty label. Exactly. And I wanted it to be like very clean and sleek mm-hmm. and just kind of highlight like looking at the candles, it doesn't say what the scents are on it. Like you have no idea if it's jasmine or vanilla. Um, what's on here is the name of the crystal and the intention. Because for me, that's the most important thing about the candle. And I think you're better off because if I see something that says a scent that I normally wouldn't like, I probably wouldn't even begin to try to smell it. If I was at a a market, I'd be like, oh, no, I don't. I don't like lavender. That's me. Yeah. But maybe I do like a lavender scent when I'm actually smelling it mixed with other scents. So I think it's smart. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm so excited that you've actually done this and it's something you're passionate about and you're able to kind of grow from here and do something you love i'm mad that it took you so long and that you kept backing out of things but i guess that it all happens for a reason yeah it's all the timing is all right you know had it not happened at this point it would have been a completely different product because initially when i started making the candles two years ago 
I wasn't putting crystals and gemstones on them. They were just candles, you know, so there was, there was nothing kind of that differentiated it. And then through doing, you know, Reiki training and yoga teacher training and just getting into that world a little bit more myself, that's where it came from. You're right. You are really all right where timing is everything. And you're right. It would have just been candles in a jar, but now it does have your own spin on it. And I'm excited to see what else you're going to do and what else you're going to give the world because you clearly have way more to do. So I guess that's kind of like a last, this is why people need to go to waxcrescent.com or follow you on Instagram, waxcrescent and support why do they need to do that? For me, my product is about self-care. It's about taking time for yourself and doing something just for yourself. Setting a space that's incredibly intentional where you can ground in the moment and kind of focus on what it is you want to call into your life. Okay, I can't wait. I'm literally sitting here going, okay, I'm going to take a bath and I'm going to light one of them and I'm going to relax yes. and I'm going to think of it. <laughs> As you were talking, those all the things. As soon as you said self-care and, and relaxing, yeah, I'm all over this. And when people are at waxcrescent.com, you want to give them a promo code, right? I do. Okay. So for 20% off your order, just enter code Carla Marie. Thank you very much, Kim, for doing this. I know it was chaos today. So thank you. No, thank you so much for having me. This has been like the most amazing part of starting this business has been talking to you. It's incredible. And just like that, Kim is now added to the list of people that inspire others. She wrote me that amazing letter that I read to you in the beginning of the podcast because she felt inspired by the other people have been on this podcast. She made it one of her goals to get on this podcast. And that is crazy to me that someone I didn't know in this entire world set an intention to be on this podcast. So thank you for listening every week and for supporting these people and their dreams. I know you have your dreams. Maybe you're just like Kim. Reach out to me at the Carla Marie. I would love to hear from you no matter what. Even if you're just inspired by a sentence that Kim said or any other guest said, I want to hear from you. It's at the Carla Marie on Instagram. But if you love the emails, you can do that. Sidehustlerspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget waxcrescent.com. Use code Carla Marie to get your discount. Candles smell amazing. I seriously do love them. She's incredible. And I hope to see you at the live podcast, February 22nd in Seattle at the Full Moon Market. Until next week, keep hustling. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.